this is Sasha. And this is Steven. And this is Shut Up, I Love It. A podcast where we invite our guests on to champion an aspect of popular culture that they feel is underrated or underappreciated. Joining us today, he is an L.A.-based actor and comedic clown slash sketch performer originally from Berkeley, California. He currently performs with the clown-based comedy projects Zebra and the Electric House. Welcome, Tad Yaggy. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Tad Amore is your first name yeah, right uh tadamori yagi tadamori yeah. yagi but yeah. i've always known you as tad yeah yeah and tad also means a, a little bit a little bit yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> have you always been tad yeah pretty much yeah, yeah actually yeah and you're not a tad wee guy you're a tall dude Mm. Yeah, you I guess. Tall. I, yeah. yeah, I could be considered. You're tall. not I'm a tad of a tall. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> tad. Uh, but hey. we are here to talk about a tad of a man. <laughs> tad a tad of, a of a boy. Oh my God! What oh, a yeah. perfect transition, Steven. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Thank I, you I so feel like much. this 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 topped everything you've ever done, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> this is the highlight of the podcast. <laughs> Thirty-five episodes, <laughs> however many. Yeah. Uh, tad, mm-hmm. what? are we here to talk about today oh today we're here to talk about the 2002 version of the movie pinocchio starring roberto benini yeah yeah we sure are good old roberto benini of mostly known to the rest of the world life is beautiful yeah, this is the movie he made after Life is Beautiful. This was his mm-hmm. big follow-up. This was his. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was the next stage, the next masterpiece. Mm-hmm. He yeah. made Life is Beautiful, a movie that took the world by storm. He crawled on the seats at the Academy Awards, mm-hmm. and then he said, Papa, I'm going to make Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's... I like found out in the researching of this, you know, seeing this movie, watching it like, yesterday and researching it, that there's been just so many Pinocchio movies mm. in history mm-hmm. of cinema that's like obscene. Like there's just yeah. like literally every country made at least six Pinocchio movies. Yeah. I mean, obviously the Disney cartoon is probably the most famous one. The rare 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm, that's yeah. not what oh, we're wow, talking about. No, no, we're not <laughs> talking about that one for sure. Yeah, I think that is... I, I Roger Ebert had a column that was the great movies where he would write about the great movies. And I think like Snow White and Pinocchio are maybe the only two Disney animated movies that he wrote about in that column. Yeah. Um, and so Roberto Benigni was like, let me Top that. take a crack at it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. There are so many versions. I was, uh, while, uh, when I was watching this last night, I was texting with some friends. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> Steven has friends. And they're not me because I was not part of that. That's true. <laughs> Sasha was, this was a group text that Sasha Steven and I were like frenemies. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and uh, I found a picture of a version of the story where Drew Carey played Geppetto and Julia Louis-Dreyfus was the blue fairy. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Did you see that? No, 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 I never, I didn't even know about well, that. Have you seen any other Pinocchio films or cartoons or anything? Um, I probably saw the Disney version mm-hmm. when I was a little kid, but I really don't remember much of it didn't make quite an impact on you it seems because you don't recall it no no actually like for me my first introduction was actually the 
the original Italian book. Not in Italian, mm. of course. But <laughs> you read it in Italian as a young boy. Yeah, yeah. In Berkeley, California. Tata Mori, a traditional Italian name. I actually was very pleased to hear the constant burattino, burattino, because burattino is a Russian version of Pinocchio. And I think they oh, like, really? just stole it. And they just made like a book written in 1930s, I want to say, called like a little golden key and Buratino. And so Buratino was like a ripoff of Pinocchio because I remember huh. knowing Buratino's story really well. And then as a little girl, and then like later finding out there's a Pinocchio 2 story. And the Pinocchio mm. book that I read was a lot darker than Buratino because oh, Pinocchio yeah. book is really dark for kids. Like if you really... If you if you don't do it the way this movie did it, but actually follow the dark journey of Pinocchio, it gets really oh, yeah, scary. It's dark. Although mm-hmm. this movie gets a little dark. Never felt really dark enough for me. There's, oh really? Uh, there's one mm-hmm. murder, and also a boy dies. Well, the okay, so mm-hmm. so many spoiler alerts coming in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Let's let's right. let's let's see what happens when we discuss this. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tad, tell us when. When, how did you fall in love with this film? Let's see. It must have been around the time when uh, when it came out. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw it on uh, Netflix. Wow. And early then, Netflix days. Yeah, early Netflix. Yeah, I got the DVD and the little Wow. Mm. Did you steal it and then pretend that you lost it? Not that one. I, I, was, wish, <laughs> I was wishing I did, though, because I was looking around. It's been a lot, like 15 years since I've seen the movie. Mm. But... Yeah. Um, so I was looking for it online, yeah. and I couldn't find the Italian version. So I, I watched before oh. I came over here. I watched the English dub version. Oh, now Tad specifically when yeah. he pitched this topic, told us not to watch. So that you guys version. were able to find the well, Italian. Well, thanks to Steven, yeah. we were. It's on Hoopla, wow. which is oh, not really? Hoopla. Yeah. Hoopla is a digital platform. I've talked about it on the podcast before. We promoted Uh, (laughs) it, even though we get nothing for it. It's a platform that you have access to through your local library. And so, yeah, this Italian subtitled version. I was very pleased to find it there. I was also pleased to find that Google was wrong when it said it was two and a half hours long. Uh, That's true. It was an hour and 50 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, it's it. not that long. Pretty yeah. tight. <laughs> so 11% on Rotten Tomatoes is the Ooh. score. 11%. Percent. Oh, is, that's pretty bad. When I looked it up yesterday, it was zero. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that a thing? Even? So I think, I, I, I think that is mm-hmm. specifically about the dubbed version. So I didn't, okay. maybe the subtitle version has a different <laughs> page, but yeah. I'm looking at Metacritic. Oh, Metacritic. Mm-hmm. I messed okay. up. Okay. So Metacritic yeah, yeah. gives it 11%, which is still pretty rough. Very yeah, rough. Pretty yeah, yeah, for Metacritic. Um, but so what does the 0% mean? That means no critic gave it a positive review. Except Tad. Tad and <laughs> right. Yes, I, and I stand by it. Even the the English version that I watched, it was still like... Did it hold up? It wasn't going in no, expecting that, oh, it's going to be not this as good of a experience mm-hmm. it's still like it still got me dude i was definitely curious about that version because uh the character pinocchio is voiced by sasha your colleague Brecken meyer mm-hmm. uh, absolutely i was surprised oh, you to know, find out you know him? i mean you know he is uh one of the writers on this season of Robot Chicken. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And uh, Lucignolo is voiced by uh, Topher Grace. Correct. Uh, your uh, girlfriend's 
Uh, favorite actor. Is he though? <laughs> no. No, but uh, her favorite movie's uh, lead yeah. actor. Right. The star of Take Me Home Tonight. There you go. topic of this podcast. So all kinds of connections are happening. Um, mm. But I, I ended up, she, Megan ended up sending me like one short clip of the dub. And um, it seems all right. It's pretty <laughs> surreal. Okay. Yeah. They did not do a great, you know, usually dubs take such great pains to try and match yeah. The, they didn't bother. The new du- it doesn't seem like they put much it's effort nice into it. It's nice when they don't. And no. that's nice when they don't. As a person I mean, who grew up with everything dubbed, everything yeah. dubbed. I mean, you know, because there weren't mm. subtitles when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Everything was just dubbed and you hear a little bit of voice in the back. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's why it was like effortless, right? Because it's like, well, you hear they... But on, on the top is like a Russian voice, still, you know? <laughs> oh, it's usually yeah. one okay, person yeah. is just dubbing everything. You're not, ah. you're not fooling <laughs> so anybody, bad. right? It's so bad. And it was like the worst. Was like, this person was uh-huh. not chosen. This person was never chosen mm. be- for their performance skills. Mm-hmm. They were chosen because they were translating as they were listening to it. Pragmatic. Oh, no. Yeah. So they were always like, and it was always like, wow, I it's it's not good. But they can yeah. hear the voice, the, the living voice of the character in the background and then I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. That's my experience was dubbing. Hmm. That's so that it was just like a lack of resources, it sounds like. To probably. do like yeah. I mean, a fully like a, produced dub. Probably. What? I'm guessing. Yeah. It was like yeah. the one guy, like everybody knew and made fun of him was a nasally nerdy <laughs> guy who was terrible at doing voices. It's like listening to an audiobook. But, but bad, yeah. but bad. Like nobody, you know, like it's almost like he's on purpose was trying to be lifeless. Was it the same guy for every movie? For for like a period of time. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's cool. Lucky guy. Yeah, he probably <laughs> made a, good, a lot. Pretty good gig. Yeah. So yeah, dubbing <laughs> is weird. I love subtitles. I watch everything with subtitles, including American mm. movies and mm. you know Russian movies. I don't care. Like I just like to have subtitles there for safety. I used to be. I, I watch some anime, and a big thing with Not anime, yeah, I'm, look, listeners, sorry, I watch some anime. Mm-hmm. Big thing in anime is the debate, the subs versus dubs debate. And you get a lot of purists out there who are saying, if you're not watching subs, you're not watching the show. And I used yeah. to be one of those people when I was young and foolish, but now as I age. Oh, like good wine. <laughs> absolute, the best wine. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've. I've kind of given up on that fight, and I prefer a dub at this point. Uh, what about you? I mean, Tad, we I, know the answer, right? I tend to prefer prefer the subtitles. Yeah. Um, although, like, watching this one, yeah. I did notice, like, when I watched the dub version, you you can pay more attention to, like, the visuals. Yeah. And so from that you get a lot of information that you might miss if you're if you're reading English or whatever your native language. Well, because your eyes yeah. do go down to look yeah. at the subtitles. And sometimes right. when I'm like doing, like, if I'm researching somebody acting uh-huh. or something, I'm like, well, I'm not paying attention to their acting in this detailed level if I'm reading subtitles. So I can see that. Yeah, that's why I, uh, sometimes when I'm watching a British show, I will put on the subtitles. But yeah. I try not to just because... Even if I know what they're saying, my eyes automatically get drawn down to that text at the bottom of the screen. And we know yeah. how good at British actors are, so you want to watch them. Mm, oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, Tad, you yeah. saw this movie around when it came out, thanks to the magic of Netflix. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you weren't a child. No, I was uh, like probably like tw- in my mid, twen- mid to late 20s. Mm. Uh, Had you 
seen... You're a very young looking person, by Thank the way. You. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm, I'm honestly shocked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and the uh, vampire. <laughs> had you like good wine, but yeah. reverse? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> had you seen Life Is Beautiful? Did you have any familiarity yeah. with Roberto Benigni? Uh, yeah, I I saw Life Is Beautiful in the theaters, I mm. believe, and then uh, also um, I grew up watching on uh, on public television uh, mm. like Johnny Stickino and Il Monstro. I also saw um, what else? Uh, the coffee and cigarettes. Jim Jarmusch. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, and uh, sick reference. Very happy here. He's he's yeah. in the um the t- what's the taxi cab one called? Yeah, as yeah. Well, night on earth. Uh, night on earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shout out yeah. to Winona Ryder. Shout out. Yes. <laughs> I know I've said some negative things about you in the past, Winona, but we love you anyway. Um, thank you for being a faithful listener. <laughs> Thank you for your financial support. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> it's she, all been revealed. That's the only reason we've been going for so long. <laughs> so you saw it and you were like, oh, my God, this is as good as Life is Beautiful, if not better. Yeah. And I was trying to think about it because like, I was wondering, it could be just because I grew up with the with the storybook. Mm-hmm. I mean, like uh, when I was really small, like five. Let's talk in 1960s. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Like um my dad would read it to us for bedtime. Oh. Yeah. And so uh yeah, that was in the eighties, I guess. And then uh <laughs> yeah, We're really going down the timeline yeah, of tap age. Yeah. This is like Stephen was like a little a little sperm man. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, man. Imagine a little, <laughs> a little sperm, a little man. sperm man. Whatever that evokes in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> that's mostly still what I look like today. <laughs> uh, Just bigger. I, I have a. I want to ask you guys mm-hmm. because it sounds like you might know how. And Sasha, you mentioned that the mm-hmm. p- traditional story is very dark. How dark mm-hmm. are we talking? It. I think it's not so much the plot points that you would be describing. Like, okay, he's almost turns into a donkey mm-hmm. but it's the tone right so yeah. i remember mm-hmm. reading that story and being like paralyzed with fear and just the because you see the story of pinocchio is mm-hmm. written not the from perspective the original 19th century story of pinocchio it was not written from the perspective of he's a fun loving guy that people misunderstand oh, you know bad it's, child it's, he's written <laughs> yeah. from like morally mor- yeah he's morally <laughs> wrong mm-hmm. and he better learn mm-hmm. or horrible things will happen to him because he deserves them yeah and part of it is like black magic stuff that happens to him right that he almost becomes a donkey and oh he does and mm-hmm. and then he almost dies and so it, it's just the tone of it is a lot more um, like a horrific, like a horror horror story, like a Lovecraftian maybe in some ways. Yeah, I'm. I yeah, mean, it's this yeah. poor child. Like, you, like you get shiver. Like I get shivers. Like remembering like how like nauseating it would be those like story written on a page. And mm. so, mm. at least in my memory. And so compared to like the you know the more frivolous vibe that I'm getting from this film. And so it's, it's no point I am both scared, even if I imagine myself being a kid, or well, maybe it's hard to imagine myself being a kid watching this film. It, I, I always felt safe for him. And okay. that's not a sign of good uh, storytelling for me. Uh, so it's like uh, an issue with tone, like to me. That's interesting. But it is a children's film. It is a children's film. I, I think, see, like I, I kind of have a, 
I take this perspective that uh, the film is really more meant for adults hmm. to look at what it's like to be a kid. I don't. I mean, it is. And while being a middle-aged man, that yeah, like yeah, it is with a receding hairline <laughs> yeah. and everything. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he looks way older than Tad. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Tad looks yeah. about 30 years yeah. younger than him. Let's be clear. I don't know how old Roberto Benigni was in 2002, but he, looks, he looked much older than Tad does now. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, Roberto Benigni was born in the year of 52. Oh, okay. So he oh, really? was 50 when that so movie he was came 50, out. Which is, yeah, he looks 30 Honestly. years older than Tad. But he looks pretty good for 50. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. And Tad, you're 60 years old, is that? Yeah, no, I, I just turned 62. Just right now, as yeah. he was sitting right. in this Thank room. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looks good for 50, but he does not look like a, a little wooden boy. Um, no. No nor, he does. nor are they claiming he does, I guess. It's kind of like, have either of you seen the movie Clifford starring Martin Short? Yeah, I lo- I was thinking of that movie when I was like thinking about this because for yeah. me it's like I like I like watching uh f- films where adults are playing children. Mm-hmm. I think I don't I just think it's so funny. I know like or some TV people shows, think it's weird or like we did the uh Amanda's TV Oh, show. Strangers with Candy. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Yeah, where um what's her name? Uh, Amy Sedaris is playing uh, like a grown woman is playing well I guess but she is supposed to be an adult you know what I'll cut this out get rid of this I'll get rid of this but you know what pretend this never happened (laughs) but like no but like um, uh, the summer was the summer camp movie or oh like Wet Hot American Summer sure yeah Mm -hmm. where like those actors were all in their late 20s when they made that movie and they specifically name checked themselves as being 16 years old (laughs) yeah and that's what Clifford Clifford for you Sasha is Martin Short is playing the child nephew of Charles Grodin. Yeah, Charles Grodin. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved him. He's too. playing yeah, like a 10-year-old kid okay. who comes into Charles Grodin's life and makes it a living hell. Yeah, I have it. And yeah, uh, yeah it's, uh, <laughs> it, I also was thinking about that pretty much the whole time I was watching this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you love that movie, both of you? No. <laughs> I liked it. See, that's the thing. Like, I think maybe it's just my personal mm. weird taste, but I, I like, like, or that Mexican tv show have you seen it el chavo del ocho no it's the same guy who does that that bumblebee mm-hmm. character that they spoof on the simpsons all the time oh yeah interesting uh well uh tad why don't you tell us the broad strokes what you do like about pinocchio tell oh us a no little, tell us in detail tell us about, a little oh, okay, about yeah. the film and Tied why with the plot why <laughs> does it connect with you do you think uh I like the film because, well, one thing is like the, just the story in general. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, it's it's kind of like a guidebook for children or like also, but also I think for basically so, like people who are like sociopaths or psychopaths to okay. on how to like function in society. You're giving this evil, like weird expression. No, no, okay. I, I'm like, are you trying to tell me you're a psychopath and I need to know that? No, well, no, 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 oh, no, no. I'm, I, I pretty You're an innocent think person. So. <laughs> I think a little bit. Yeah, I do have a little bit, at least what people tell me. Like, you I have, have a, little, a childlike wonder? And not really, but sometimes I can come across a little naive or, hmm. yeah, but I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't know. 
that's what keeps you young that's what keeps uh, you preserved maybe, yeah. yeah so yeah. this uh. dude right uh. yeah what happens to him oh you mean pinocchio <laughs> oh yeah so he's this a grown dude. man there's a the grown dude. dude oh the yeah and uh, roberto Bini okay so that this film i like it because i think the underlying message is like all um like adults it's all it's all cast but adults are playing children throughout the entire film mm -hmm. and so to me it's it's like the idea that you know it, it doesn't matter how grown up you are at at a person's heart they're still like a little kid and that and you know you you go through life and you experience all this like you know trauma or bad things or heartbreak whatever and so you put up all these walls and so that's why i enjoy watching like films or comedies where adults are playing children because it's like you get to see like an adult but the they're like inside like their true the inner persona. child yeah mm. yeah it comes out to like play and to me it's mm. like really funny and it's also like people you know especially in la i mean geez everyone's like acting like a little child you know and well you also are spending a lot of time in clown communities so i think you true. do spend a lot yes. of time around people who chose to be kids <laughs> to be infant for fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and which is the ultimate thing like what he's doing i think in this film benini he's being yeah. an idiot right like uh -huh. he's being a total idiot yeah lovable yeah. idiot dummy that's yeah child yeah. precautious but also completely clueless about how the world works that yeah. was a question i had for mm -hmm. you is is what roberto benini's doing in this movie would you consider that like clowning yeah i i would definitely i mean i'm not like an expert at all okay. on clowning um but it's something that i've been uh i guess you could say studying and and just being around it a lot and so um yeah, I would consider him a clown as mm. much as like I can see him doing a like show Chaplin at Clubhouse or, yeah. and doing all right. <laughs> Do you think he wants to come? He wants to come perform on our show. Yeah, let's oh. get him the Roberto. Yeah, Roberto, yeah. if you're listening, every second and fourth Thursday <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the month. Yeah, <laughs> you give one owner writer a call. The two of you can come do a two man set. Oh, we'll kill. So, mm -hmm. for the most part, the story though is very like. <clears throat> the same right the same story points that pinocchio has no matter what reincarnation mm -hmm. it is it's a bit episodic so. mm -hmm. going it's from adventure to adventure mm -hmm. uh often getting tricked or doing tricks yeah. on others is the is the 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 disney version though is not similar to the the book version or well i haven't one. read the book uh so i'm not sure the Disney version is pretty similar in plot to this one. Oh, okay. It, mm -hmm. it I, I don't think it has as much with like the fox and the cat, although I do think they are in it. Does they he kill Jiminy Cricket? Jiminy Cricket's in there, yeah. Does he? But does does Pinocchio kill him in the Disney version? <laughs> no, no. Okay. The <laughs> Disney Pinocchio is much less of a shit. You know, he's he's mm. a shitty little kid, but he's not like a monster the way that, that yeah. this <laughs> yeah. Pinocchio is. So um, the most disturbing character, though, of this film is Cricket to me. You think he's oh, really? the most disturbing? I was very disturbed by him. Like physically or like character-wise? Well, I didn't like, I didn't care for his character, for his moral telling. Like he's like the voice mm. of like the adult, oh, right? The yeah, he's like a inner school child. teacher. Yeah. yeah. But I also hated what they, the, the guy they cast, 
What they oh, did. really? Yeah, I hated his face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what did you think of the antenna on his uh, head? Yeah, I hated I, I hated the antenna on his head. The way that uh, he jumped around the screen? What did you I think hated, of that? Uh, <laughs> well, at some point I was like, okay, they're doing something interesting with the way he's jumping around the screen. Yeah. But I just hate it. It's like, don't put this guy with the like child molester's face on the screen. Oh, no. <laughs> and like have him like, uh, you sorry, know, teach more sir. lessons. I, I, look, if you're listening, oh, sir, funny. I'm sorry. Uh, but, but that's your face does look like you molested children yeah yeah i i just i just didn't like him i didn't like every time he come came on i had the like one of those gut feelings of like Uh, that i you know like rare like you felt unsafe i felt unsafe oh no it was one of those things like why do i dislike leonardo dicaprio like no reason yeah no reason except i don't like him Mm -hmm. and that was the same thing i'm like i don't want to see this thing Uh, again the thing because he's a thing like he's jumping around he's doing the you know the bug stuff yeah how did you feel <laughs> yeah how did you feel about the cat and the fox i was okay with it i wasn't like i, I felt like they weren't villainous enough to me hmm. uh, that i was kind uh. of having problem with that were there were there any other characters that you had a visceral reaction like this no too? no no not visceral more just, like i, I was just, just judging everything heavily uh, <laughs> <Okay>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Which is our purview here. Yeah. Great uh, critics here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, can we go through the Basics. episodes, quote unquote, that are in this movie? Like, what do, oh, okay. how do we, we're first introduced to Pinocchio as a log. Great opening. Mm-hmm. I have oh, to yeah. say, really, I really enjoyed the jumping log. And for some reason, Stephen, I don't know what's going on, but I was watching and thinking, <laughs> would, what would Stephen say? Uh, what And what would I say? I felt like I would be judged by you for loving that se- sequence and too I, much, and you were. And I, uh, yeah, I feel I judged. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I. It's not that I necessarily disagree with you. I'm just surprised that you had such a. I was such reaction to joyful it. reaction. I that yeah. was my favorite part of the movie. I think. Oh yeah, because he's like happy to be alive. It's I just mean, a it's, log. It's just yeah. a log, and they're doing pretty good work with. I don't know what do they. What do they have? Do they have computers? Like, CGI? Yeah, yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. But it was because this, this is like after. The first Spider-Man movie has come out. This okay, is, there, CGI in Italy they is had they had CGI in well, Italy. That's and why Italy. the CGI is S-G-I. not. CGI, no. CGI, yeah. The generally CGI in other countries. I feel like the USA is usually on the forefront of that technology, and the and the foreign firms that we hire that work out to. But yeah, they definitely had it, and and that's why. You know, I think if if you had a bouncing log in like Spider Man Two, it would probably look a little better than that bouncing log did. See, I was watching it with the eyes of a person who thought it was all for real. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Oh, it's all pulleys and uh, pulleys. I'm almost killed the goose. <laughs> it does bounce right over that. Oh, goose. right over. So kind. Because uh, yeah, there's a little goose family passing oh, by, and the right. log it comes while throughout the movie. Yeah, I, I oh, yeah. Means, yeah. And while almost like hitting a bunch of, actually hitting a bunch of people. It's right? a lot of people. It's a lot of people, but spares the goose. Very mm. happy about that. Yeah, it seems like this log is kind of brought to life because. Uh, one of the blue fairies butterflies touches it. Do not oh, is know that what why. Happened? Is that what That's happens? That's what I took to be because oh. the the first scene of the movie is the blue fairy, yeah, in the night, kind of like bringing day into the story, day the sunlight, and then there's this butterfly that kind of follows her around, and it knocks this log off of a cart. And that's when the log starts bouncing all over the city. I took that to be like that's the infusion of the magic because in the 
in the Disney movie, it is the blue fairy who brings this puppet to life so Geppetto can mm-hmm. have a son. Ugh. And so I assume that m- must be some sort of essential part of the story is that the blue fairy is connected to giving life to... Is Geppetto is in- an incel? That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, is he's, Geppetto he's a, he's a an bachelor. incel? He's kind of grumpy. I mean, so there's <laughs> there's more to incel than just not having sex, right? Because oh. you can be you can be involuntarily celibate without being a quote unquote incel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm. So once you put those two words together, there's other stuff happening connotation wise. Right. I think there's there's more to there's the anger. Right. Associated. Which he's not. Mm. He's very calm. Yeah, it seems like mostly, yeah. Geppetto probably. <laughs> mostly, mostly. Yeah. Not I mean, <laughs> until <laughs> Pinocchio shows up. Yeah. Seems like he was yeah. living a pretty chill life yeah. until he made the mistake of carving this wooden yeah. uh, 50-year-old man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which everybody, by the way, knows he's a Buratino. I like how everybody in that yeah. town immediately understands, oh, he's one of those log people. <laughs> which apparently oh, yeah, there are yeah. a lot. Uh, Do we need any other ones? Oh, yeah. There's the puppet show. show. Okay, so Geppetto carves this puppet. Uh, The puppet starts talking. Geppetto doesn't react to it for a good five minutes (laughs) until he suddenly decides to react to it. He's like, oh, "Oh, wait, I've been talking talking to a log for the last 10 minutes. Uh, He's really lonely and he thinks it's just his mind. He's he's, he's used to talking to an animate object. It is very beautiful. It was just a little unclear when they did it. Yeah, he yeah. carves Pinocchio, and Roberto Benini immediately goes crazy all over this town. Yeah, uh, creating quite a ruckus. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then is the first like big story point. Point is that he's supposed to go to school, and instead he goes to a puppet show. So very mm-hmm. vague, mm-hmm. immediately very vague want for this character. Like, what is he driven by? Like, because it's almost like he's a hedonist. He he's just wants yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's yeah. like a toddler, and yeah. he just does what he wants to do. Because yeah. the world wants him to go to school, right? And because his dad is poor, and he sold his last mm. jacket in this cold weather yeah. to buy the ABC sort of book for mm-hmm. Pinocchio to learn in school by. You know, you know, he feels he feels grateful for his to his dad for buying this book and selling his jacket, but he still doesn't go to school because instead. He wants to go to see a puppet show. Yeah. <laughs> because that's where his <laughs> people so are at. <laughs> his people are there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. And they are there. And they recognize him. So all the puppets are sentient, right? They yeah. all... But, like, they're not loose. They're all employed except him, yeah. right? And in it's interesting because he... Roberto's character has... He doesn't have any strings. Yeah. But then all the puppets... Yeah. They have strings. Right, which yeah. raises the question: Are do they have free will? Yeah, that, but they yeah. must because we then meet the man who runs this puppet show, who's Big a giant man. man. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he eats puppets every day. Yeah, <laughs> he eats puppets. Um, Not very smart of him. Like he yeah. employs the pop puppets, but then he eats them. Yeah, I mean, that, he had a lot of puppets, though. He yeah. did not need he that. And he was getting rooms. puppets, yeah. yeah, just coming in. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no real explanation of why this man is so big. He is like the size you would expect someone compared to a puppet to be. But everyone else in the town is the yeah. size Normies. of the puppets. 
doesn't matter. I guess that kind of internal logic is not really important to this no. movie. No, we'll never know is the answer. I'm going to find out. Okay. I'm going to call Roberto. Uh, Wynonna has his number. <laughs> uh, and so he, Pinocchio kind of tricks this large man into not eating him. Not yeah. eating him and Ooh. easily leaves. Go ahead. Yeah, that, oh, no, that's that's like, because I, I, I view the story as like sort of like, a story about like how people uh, learn, like how do they learn to be bad, quote mm. unquote, or whatever. Mm. And so, like for Pinocchio, he doesn't really lie until or learn how to lie. I don't think until he has to lie his way out of um, uh, getting eaten by uh-huh. Str- Stromboli. And yeah. so, like, oh, is that the, the, the other pe- Yeah, Stromboli? the other puppets. I think so. That's good. Yeah, and all the other puppets there telling him, "Oh, you got to just." make him feel um feel like like emotional and empathy for you and then he just like starts lying his his ass off mm-hmm. and so his it's brother like died his father can't pay for the funeral yeah yeah and it's like a coping strategy so it's kind of like you see how you know in real life someone who you know is like a sociopath or whatever or something so they learn to lie because they're trying to escape that is Abuse, true. That's the basically. first time he lied yeah. in the film, right? Yeah, and so there's little points throughout the movie where, um, which is I think is really cool, like where you see sort of how this person uh, develops into how their their self image and stuff gets turned into, um, you know, just like the the quote unquote bad track, and then how he's able to kind of reform himself, which wow. I don't know. I don't know if it, I haven't like thought about it enough to know if it's actually like. You're thinking about it right now and <laughs> it's already been a very, being very impressive to me. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's the a story. great story. It's a great story. <laughs> yeah. He gets off the right track and reforms himself, I would say six or seven times throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. happens over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he runs away from the puppeteer very uh-huh. easily, almost like it's almost like okay, he's done. Like that, that was yeah. yeah that his was first trial thing. is not too challenging, uh-huh. yeah. and the guy even no, the gives him a bunch of gold. Nice, actually, <laughs> he's like, here, take this gold. Yeah. He gave him five do- dollar golden five dollars. Five dollars. Yeah. He gave him five golden coins, which immediately. You know, which he wants to use for what for go to buy the jacket for the dad, right? Yeah, he has yeah. good intentions at mm-hmm. first, and I guess yeah. he's even led astray by those good intentions because he meets fox and the cat yeah and they see he has these gold coins and they want to steal mm-hmm. them so they're like here they we'll help him. you get more even more gold coins mm-hmm. yeah. and that kind of leads to the next episode of the movie i would say which is like his adventure with the fox and the cat uh where they well they trick him into like if you bury them there would be like a tree with two 2,000 coins growing on it or something. Right. And and they also try to assassinate him. They do. Yeah. And steal the gold. And they string him up. Uh, They lynch him. They they do lynch him. Kind of, yeah. I also want to say that we just skipped the cricket thing where he almost kills the cricket kind of violently. He does, right? Yeah, he does. Because then the the cricket shows up later as a ghost. Yeah. But then also shows up after that again as a live. Again, internal logic not yeah, really I, something I they're yeah, concerned about. Yeah, if, if you can it. suspend your logic for the movie, then it's okay. But if you like stick to, oh, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. That's not how executives yeah. in Hollywood work. But in the rest <laughs> of the world, that's pretty <laughs> in much a, In Italian Hollywood, <laughs> they are cool with it. So he is 
seemingly killed by these guys in their attempt to get his money. And and it's at this point that he meets the Blue Fairy. Yeah, she was kind of doing like a Juliet thing on her balcony, hanging out. (laughs) Oh, right. Oh, that's another thing. It's like, at first he sees her, and then she doesn't like talk to him. I always wondered, like, what is that? Because that's sort of like a... It's like she's kind of emotionally... Distant. Distant. I think she even says, like, there's no one home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now... The big question is, do you think she's kind of like a motherly figure? Oh, definitely. Or does he have wood for her? I think both. (laughs) I think both. It's a, it's a. How old do we think Pinocchio is supposed to be? Eight. Eight years old. Eighteen. Eight years old. Can you get a bone? Can you get a boner at a eight? Like an yeah, I think so. Right. You probably can. I think just like a wild. I don't think most boys do. I heard of a three-year-old having a boner the other day. Oh, <laughs> like a, there's there's like, like somebody's the child. physical reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many eight-year-olds right. are getting like a boner out of sexual attraction. Right. No, yeah, I don't know. I'll do an informal I'm, survey. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. That, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that we talked about it. You know, I was last night when I was working. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. approached by some teens outside the Whole Foods wow. asking me to buy them alcohol. Oh. I should have asked them. That's your uh, that, connection to the yeah. new generation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how I. I are they didn't, still Zoomers? I or they're like below No, those are. I think those are Zoomers. <laughs> still, is is Zoomers? 20, Zoomers. It's like Andrew Hayworth a Zoomer. I we have this we have this conversation sometimes. <laughs> I he's not. He's like a young millennial. Oh, oh yeah. it's like I a think the Zoomer cutoff is like the end of the nineties. And his birthdays? I think he's ninety five. I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Um, I did not buy alcohol for them because I was working, but I did wish them luck, and I think they did eventually find someone. But it was very, <laughs> when I was a teen, I did, and we wanted we needed someone to buy us alcohol. We didn't just like approach someone in the parking lot. Well, they, they the don't know how to function IRL. They don't <sighs> know. So yeah. true. They should be on Reddit asking people to buy them alcohol online. Oh, and then have them like. Mail it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you it. can do now. Yeah. <laughs> or um, the, he definitely has a boner for his motherly figure. If right? not a physical one, at least an emotional boner. Emotional boner. Yeah. Well, he's a boner in himself. Like he's, sure. he's his, he, by his very nature, he's yeah. a hard on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she saves him, right? She like yeah. revives mm-hmm. him. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. yeah. And this is the first time his nose. We have the nose. It's forty minutes. Right? Look at the mark. Because oh, really? I was like, well, you know, Pinocchio is known for three things, you know. Yeah, here we he go. Number is, one. <laughs> he is made of wood. Mm-hmm. Great. Number two. His father makes him. <laughs> yeah. His nose grows. Those yeah. Number three. Yeah, that's. So his nose grows where he lies. And so mm-hmm. I was like, why is it at 40 minute mark? But the first time we see his nose grow, right? Like and it was like only, kind of late. It, it felt like late. It only happens when he's in her house. Yeah, that's what happens in this. And that's exactly what happens in the original. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, you know what? That's because that's what the guy wrote in uh, (laughs) 1883 or whatever the time is. So here I go. Executives in Hollywood wouldn't like it. It's a little too late. But 18th century, perfect. Uh, and I would say this is the first time he promises to be good, right? Like he's, yeah. he's like, okay, I've learned from my mistakes. I'll be good. And then he immediately goes out and tries to bury his money in the ground to grow a money tree. Yeah. Uh, the fox and the cat, of course, steal that money. We never see them again, which I was surprised by. No, because they were no. never really scary enough. 
They were just like they were like a musical cats kind of. Oh, you know, you know, the, like that, I was yeah. looking at the actors because they're all like yeah. all the actors are like clown people. Mm. Well, that's cool. And this um, interaction where his money gets stolen ultimately yeah. leads to Pinocchio going to jail, uh, where he meets a hot yeah. boy. Yeah, hot, oh, yeah, I really like that actor, Lucignolo. Yeah. Unruly schoolboy mm. of probably twenty eight years old. Yeah, twenty eight <laughs> yeah. years old. But one of the yeah. one of the youngest actors in the movie. Though, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Playing the, one of the youngest characters in the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah he's like a very handsome, very guy, handsome. Yeah, uh, and he's a bad boy. Yeah, uh, and because we're told so. Sure. Although he presents, he likes to be seen in that light i think yeah he likes he gets off on that yeah that he has a boner for it i i really love how that actor portrayed that particular character Mm. because like you really get the sense that he he's like basically a rebel he doesn't like being told what to do yeah but you get and a lot of the actors in the movie they do this but you see like they're they're adults but then when they they speak or they talk about something, they suddenly transform into little children in their, the, their delivery and hmm. the way. And so with this, this actor, he was really good. I thought like, he's like someone who maybe he was told what to do at home all the time. And he, he loves, he can't even believe that he's able to be bad hmm. and he gets a kick out of it. It's kind of tragic because he has one of the tragic endings. Yeah. And like at his heart, he's just this kid who just wants to have fun. And he's been told by who, whatever adult or whoever abuse or whatever it is, yeah. like you can't do this or like, you know, yeah. fuck you. And, and like he is a standout of how hot Oh, you mean, yeah, 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 totally, yeah. So it's like in the world of like we, like the, I mean like the extras, everybody's just like peasant people. He's like the, the hot like Hollywood type. And you yeah. would think like he as the character should get some good stuff happen to him but nobody gives a shit mm-hmm. he's a fucking yeah. just like spends five years in prison <laughs> the school teacher up. has written him off yeah school mm-hmm. teacher's ready to fail him out i think of he's jealous of him that's oh, why for sure everybody's oh. jealous of that guy oh because he's so good looking yeah and he gets all the lollipops oh yeah now watching oh, yeah. two grown men eat then lollipops together <laughs> oh is yeah a treat. yeah I mean, it's like, that's when he's like, so this is what representative of this movie. Two grown men playing two young yeah. schoolboys, just licking lollipops back and forth. <laughs> this is what this movie, I'll remember yeah. by 20 I, years from now. I love that exchange, actually, where, the, where Lampwick, he's like, um, he's he tells like Roberto and Pinocchio, like, and I, I stole all the lollipops and they thought oh, they had me. What an innocence. But they thought it was like, 27 but it's like 28 and then he pulls out the lollipop and then they proceed yeah. to the licking yeah, yeah. Lucinolo will lick one side Pinocchio will lick the other and they really do go to town on that lollipop <laughs> uh, it comes back a lot right it's yeah. the touchstone for their relationship yeah. is yeah. tangerine flavored lollipop. the flavor of paradiso mm-hmm. yeah Cinema mm. Paradiso. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Fellini. Pinocchio, Fellini? No, no. It's like a Fellini homage, but uh, oh, really? Fellini did not make it. Yeah. That's more root. That's, I think that was probably I apologize to everybody time. who was offended by my mistake. Especially oh. me. Uh, <laughs> the world's foremost Fellini scholar. Read my uh, journal about Fellini. Mm. Um, Pinocchio spends four months in jail. 
during Lucky. which the Lucky. blue fairy dies. And, we don't know. Oh my and God. Geppetto uh, is Does anybody frantically was even searching sad about it. Uh, oh my God, I was so was sad. I, sad. I cried earlier this morning <laughs> at multiple points in the movie, yeah. and that was like the first. That's the first like emotional, mm. like like. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Where where, I don't know what it is, but like that when he discovers the grave, mm-hmm. it just like it busts. But he me always open. plays right this like heightened character. Like to me, his performance mm. is the highlight of the film. Oh like, yeah, yeah, because he's so committed to this mm-hmm. that even you know like he doesn't but his intensity doesn't go down like even his emotions change of course but his intensity is always at like a nine or ten and he's really Mm. going for it it's pretty cool to watch yeah he's released from prison because the king has a baby a boy a baby boy and so all the prisoners are are super important in this world we know that (laughs) yeah a couple of women really just the blue fairy is that it I mean, there's like a couple oh, yeah. of like extra like puppets. peasant ladies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Some of the puppets are women. Yeah. yeah. But the, like they they have no it's name. It's mostly guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, and he discovers that the blue fairy has seemingly died. Uh, and there's a grave. In yeah. a very yeah. s- um, almost immediately after his father seemingly died. Yeah. So that's the yeah. midpoint of the movie, right? Okay. It's always every movie has yeah. a big midpoint. It's mm. like when everything just fucking high like it's just like the we're going into the next gear like we're going we're not strolling we're fucking running like we are (laughs) not swimming we're like torpedoing like so this is the midpoint of the movie and i think that point of this movie is his father yeah his parents both his mom and yeah yeah. mom and dad exactly like pretty much die and he becomes an orphan Mm. But not for long. Yeah, not, not long at all. Long. <laughs> yeah. Nothing is ever for long. Yeah. Almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, this is a very great, like, quote unquote, uh, very far away stunt shot of him dropping in the water. Oh, that was so funny. I love that one. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah. also, like, there's not even, they're not even like trying plop. to make it yeah. like Benin <laughs> yeah. dropped in the water. Dropped in the water. They're like, no, it's, it's like a stunt, man. Like, it's very far <laughs> away. You can't tell the human features. <laughs> uh, but almost immediately, we find the Blue Fairy's not dead. No, I feel like she faked yeah. her death to, to like him freak lesson, him out. You think? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. That's why it's like it is kind of like a whole like it's trying to get kids to be wholesome, but then everyone's manipulating everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it kind of <laughs> seems like it's working. He yeah. once again promises he's going to be good now, yeah. and he's going to go to school. And he goes to school, and he finds that the other school children have his hat. Saying, and they yeah. kind of are playing keep away and won't give him his hat back. And then there's like a b- bullying starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some yeah. bullying. He they, but then they get it. They're all like involved in a playful scuffle, kind of playful like he scuffle. sees the kids fighting oh, yeah, on the street and he's like, "Oh, a in, fight, yeah. fun!" Yeah. Uh, and in the course of this fight, a boy is murdered. Well, I don't think it's murdered there because he goes to hospitale. Why well, does we he never go to... see him again? Yeah. It seems like it's a pretty yeah. serious head wound, yeah. probably some sort of subdermal hematoma of some sort. And uh, I like to think that he's made it, but then nobody, tra- no one really dies. School. Do we see that kid at the birthday party? No, that yeah, I was looking for him when I was watching mm-hmm. earlier, and you don't see him, but you see the kid who murdered. <laughs> 
<laughs> I did see. He, and I was like, why is nobody talking about yeah, the I fact know. that he killed and they're, him? And they're all the good kids. Yeah. yeah. Pinocchio, <laughs> Pinocchio is falsely so, accused. So white. They're so white. Like, those motherfuckers are like, yeah, they look like fucking Ivy Connecticut yeah. shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, all the other boys run away and Pinocchio yeah. is arrested for the murder. Um but he gets away. He just runs, runs away. away. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the only uh, thing that like is like, oh, bummer. He still has the handcuffs. He's got so. handcuffs. Yeah. And he gets caught in a bear trap. And uh, yeah. a man forces him to become his uh, attack dog. dog. Which yeah. by no means he should be inspired to think that this boy can become a, an attack dog like he just he he discloses no <laughs> yeah, qualities yeah, no qualities sense. that uh it, it portray him as in any way useful as a guard dog and in fact when an unknown presence enters onto this man's property pinocchio does at first go woof woof yeah and, but then immediately says i'm just pretending to be a dog and of course it's the hot unruly yeah baby boy bad boy yeah, yeah. man boy uh and he, <laughs> boy with an eye he frees pinocchio from they eat some lollipops probably uh, every time i see lo- saw lollipops bet. i felt like yeah. they would be like i could be like and lollipops are a metaphor for but there was no metaphor they're really just into lollipops mm-hmm. i'd be like yeah. lollipops oh, because the they make me too, yeah. oh yeah right. the gorilla judge. that the, is the a, judicial people that's a jailers. nod to the corruption of yeah. the judicial system yeah, I think so too. they rather when they took the evidence away from the <laughs> senior they themselves consumed it. Yeah. consumed uh so i can't remember what happens after oh this. after that the, the thing happens which is a very another molesting looking character you know there's another character that makes oh, me just one? throw up the uh bald guy with also like blonde hair who is riding the horse carriage oh the guy who kind of takes them to like pleasure who takes him to the pl- oh, fun yeah. loving land or that, something like that but that doesn't happen immediately so pinocchio gets rescued Right. And then he Does goes he back home. home again. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And again, he promises the blue fairy that he's going to be a good boy yeah. now. His nose grows again. And this is when, she, like, That's... she is so easily convinced every time. Because this yeah. time she's like, "Okay, I really believe you. This time I'm going to turn you into a real boy." Yeah, and that's that when they have this party. He never expressed the desire to become a real boy until she tells him she'll <laughs> grant it to him. Oh, because uh-huh. in the book, it's like he always wanted to be the real boy. I mean, aesthetically, yeah. he's a, he already is. He doesn't look wooden. <laughs> Except he's... everybody thinks he's a Buratino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But he wants it. He wants it once she mentions yeah. it. He decides that that is his want. And all of the students are invited to this real boy party, except the one who died, and <laughs> and except Lucignolo. Yeah. They get centerpiece placements. It the, looks the like murderers. a great spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, but Pinocchio wants Lucignolo to be there, and the Blue Fairy agrees. She's like, "Yes, this is you're showing a good uh, part of your character yeah. that you want your friend to be here." But uh, in reuniting with Lucinulo, he does get seduced by a Jeffrey Jones-looking guy who takes them to Pleasure Town. Yeah. 
which I mean, is, of course, this should have been alarms all over it. Like, I mean, that's like a red flag town. Like, there's just a carriage drawn by like a molester-looking man who is like all drooling all over himself. Oh. Yeah, I'll take you to the pleasure island. <laughs> and there's like all these like boys hanging off, like well, grown men, but also men boys just like falling <laughs> off of this carriage ready to go i'm like what is he thinking why was this the one thing he ever wanted to do not benini because we know he doesn't but the handsome boy yeah yeah that's all he ever wanted to have fun and yeah. boy do they and boy yeah. does he yeah uh yeah they go to pleasure town and uh it's a lot of pleasure at first yeah oh yeah they're having a great time so it loud. does yeah. seem fun for an eight-year-old boy yeah a lot of intensity it's like a basically a fair taken to like 10 like if the fair is at six like you know pump it up to like 40 yeah. percent more yeah i really I, that scene is interesting or that whole exchange mm -hmm. after the party is like or, or when when benini comes home to the blue fairy like what i notice is like the the relationship between benini and the fairy changes because before it was like more like mother son sort yeah. of like she she's mm -hmm. his savior and she's still a savior but it's like i feel like at that point in the film it changes more to like maybe a husband wife dynamic hmm. wow because he's coming home after like you know doing some bad stuff whatever and so he's like sneaking home and like i'm gonna just go to bed honey and then <laughs> she runs back and then like when he goes to rescue Lampwick or go invite his friend to come over to the party then they have this exchange and it's kind of like he's saying like I'm gonna go to Vegas and I'm gonna party <laughs> and like like you know do drugs and and you know I can fuck, see that. fuck hookers and like it's gonna be so Fucking great you hookers. should come and then he's like no I'm not gonna go and then he goes but then he comes back around and then he's like so is, is it like you know so it's like it's like he's being tempted away from his because because Benini says something like, oh, I, I have to go back to my fairy, but basically my wife. Mm. And so he's trying to be like a good husband. Mm -hmm. But then he ends up being taken to this like pleasure, like like Vegas kind of like this. this he's always got the yeah. pleasure, you know, receptacles yeah. or whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> I think pleasure receptacles. Is yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, receptors. But they're fighting, you know, the the frontal cortex. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just visualized that. It looks great. What he wants versus what he needs. Yeah. Mm. And what he needs is to become... Some good loving from that fairy. <laughs> the blue fairy. Uh, <laughs> and, so, and so then we have this whole thing with the cricket. And it's almost yeah. like this whole sequence is shot oh, from the perspective right, yeah. of the cricket. Of the cricket at the, at the pleasure island and, you know, freaking out and jumping around and almost getting killed. But... It's a live cricket. It's not a ghost of the cricket anymore. Right, he's alive now mm -hmm. yeah. again. And 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 so he's jumping around and um, looking molestuous. <laughs> is that a word? Uh, and then <laughs> we think he dies because a, a symbol gets thrown on top of him. Yeah, but he's able to he's lift okay. it. Oh, yeah, I thought he was fine. There's but that he, like gap. But then he lifts it. Yeah, he yeah. is not able to get to Pinocchio in time to warn him that he'll become a donkey if he continues to indulge in this way and uh he does pinocchio becomes a donkey yeah uh, and kind of abandoned the cricket kind of just is like oh you're a donkey now see you later yeah, yeah the cricket seems yeah. very put upon in a way <laughs> yeah. that like jiminy cricket in the cartoon is, he's more committed to his uh, charge yeah, than this yeah. guy is. <laughs> uh this guy's like <laughs> but honestly 
I feel like if you had to deal with Roberto Benigni yeah, on a day to day basis, like, oh, you'd God, probably have the same God. reaction. Who almost yeah. killed you, slash, maybe killed you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and Pinocchio and Lucinello both become donkeys. Become donkeys. Yeah. Pinocchio is sold to a circus. Yeah. Uh, where he's forced where to there's jump a sequence of fire questionable hoop. shooting of animals, kind of making animals suffer, I think. Yeah, there is yeah. a lot of questionable treatment of animals with whips and uh, mm. stepping on them. Uh, you know, I, I assume law, the, the law the Italian in, a, the in law. Italy at the time was more uh, On the side lenient. of humans. Oh, yeah. The, the, I, w- I just wanted to go back, like that whole transformation scene. Mm. That was so like it's so to me it, it's really emotional in like a scare, scary scary and sad way. No, not really crying mm, exactly, okay. but actually kind of because like to me it's like kind of a metaphor for like because every t- when I watch this film I always like think of like what is the equivalent in the real world or the adult world. Okay, and so like this is about like people growing up. So like I th- I think of that whole pleasure island as like that like just going into excess on things like maybe like like partying or doing drugs or something and so mm. like to me that whole where lampwick uh becomes uh like the donkey it's kind of like it's almost like when you i didn't do this but like uh like this idea of like you you party really hard when you're young and then like some people like they end up like you know ODing or or dying or fucking their lives up and then you know, some people like Pinocchio survive. Mm-hmm. And so like Lampwick's kind of like one of those people who he, when you see him like on the ground, it's like, he's, he's like just physically. He's hit his rock bottom. Yeah. Or he's like about to like die almost or like OD or something. Mm. And he's like a casualty of that whole lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what's going to happen to your copatier. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And he always calls him like the was it like noble or majestic or whatever? Noble spirit. Yeah, something something like that. Yeah. yeah. Nothing noble yeah. about him, by the way. He's hot, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's kind of fucked up. Uh, <laughs> Pinocchio is not a very good circus donkey and he gets thrown into the ocean uh because he's not uh performing to yeah. satisfaction and the blue by fairy clowns. turns him back into Pinocchio. Uh, but just in time to be eaten by a shark slash whale? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mark? yeah, yeah. And this is this is an essential part of the story. This is in the Disney cartoon um, because this is where he's finally reunited with his father, Geppetto. I did enjoy the part where uh, Benini pretends to be a tuna. A tuna, yes. I did like that. A tonno. I'm a oh, yeah. tonno. Tonno, tonno. <laughs> and he's, and he's he, like, oh, not even questioning. Okay, tonno. He, here's the story of my <laughs> life. He prefers, pref, prefaces every uh, statement going blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I thought it was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like that's total cool. idiot stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the scenes in this movie in general, maybe even this one too, they feel like they exist so that the characters can do bits together. Yeah, yeah. it's all it's all yeah. just games and bits, mm-hmm. really. It's not for the story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they get sneezed out of Monstro, and mm. uh, this is the point in the movie where Pinocchio finally buckles down and becomes a good boy though i don't really yeah. know why yeah i know there's and no how. real there's no reason how. yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's unclear to me why this is the time that it finally takes pinocchio gets a job so that he can 
earn milk for Geppetto so Geppetto mm-hmm. can get stronger. And in doing so, he we do see the death of Lucinolo, or I, is Lampwick what they call him in the dub? Yeah, is in, that... I think that's what it is in... No, in, in the dub, it's Leonardo, but mm-hmm. in the Disney version, I think it's Lampwick. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh the L guy. Yeah, the L guy. The very handsome boy. <laughs> the handsome uh, boy. He <laughs> is still a donkey, and he has been worked yeah. almost unto death. Oh, yeah. And Pinocchio. Because he was sick. Like, he was sick inside. Like, there was yeah. sickness inside him of this, yeah. you know, ex- ex- excess. But is but also society. Like yeah. you said yeah, he before. He down. He... The down. teachers and everyone, the police, they all Jealous. decided that he was a bad guy. And so he became a bad boy. Uh, he fucked and himself he dies. over. And he dies. He, <laughs> does, he straight up dies. He does yeah. die. I yeah, was surprised that that <laughs> was not talks. like a fake there was, out. Yeah, yeah there, was, there was no time. They were going to yeah. bring him back as a ghost and then as a real donkey again. And, but there was no time. The, room, the movie ended. Pinocchio yeah. covered him up with a blanket and, and i thought i thought the blanket yeah. was gonna mm-hmm. come down and it would be the handsome boy again but no no he no. he dies they he cut died that out because they wanted yeah. to suspend, suspend <laughs> specifically me you uh, in the future they knew you would watch it <laughs> they, and that was that i would buy as being the thing that finally turns pinocchio around but he's already turned around i think what it by was the time okay. that happens i think what it was is is that he actually started to work to save his dad mm-hmm. is what turns him around. And I think that's sort of the moral of the story because here's a person basically who has like, for, basically it's a toddler who doesn't have any empathy. So he's kind of like a sociopath, narcissist, psychopath yeah. kind of person. And so it's like, how do you, how do you, if you're, if you're that kind of person, how do you become good? Good. You know, what's the secret? Because you're always just going, you, you might have good intentions, but you, you don't know what to do. And then, so it's like, you have to find a way to like have empathy and to, to like work, do something instead of for yourself, for other people. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a little simple. Honestly, I think it's a little bit of a simplified sure, idea yeah. because it's a there's movie this, for kids. Yeah. There's this whole also like if, okay, if you start doing things for other people, then you kind of, you could, in the real world, you can run the risk of losing yourself and who you are. But I think that's at least the story way. That's, that's what they tell you, what, Chad. Everything's yeah. fine. You can do stuff for other people. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I tell you, it's okay. Don't yeah, listen no, I to those so. assholes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but it's interesting. I, I was going to, because, you know, to me, mm-hmm. the best part of this film, mm-hmm. if not the only good part of this film, is uh, Roberto Benigni's performance. And I was very curious how mm-hmm. he's going to act as a real boy compared to mm. the Buratino. And we don't really get a chance to know. We do yeah. a little bit. And there's a couple of scenes. And I noticed this very subtle change that he does. Yeah. You know, I mean, very subtle. This whole change is very subtle. But I did like what he did because he just added a little bit of like vulnerability to his acting. Like all of a sudden... Mm. Like he was like internalizing things, like as he was talking to his father, and I was like, he's still totally that character who he was in the previous scenes. Yeah. But I really liked how he just became a little bit more open to suggestions of like being affected by another person. Yeah, because like he, he can see things from other people. He was like wiser. It's almost yes, like how do you freaking choose. just act a little bit wiser? Like like yeah. like that's a pretty like detailed performance. Thought, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So I like that. 
And so then the movie ends. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then uh, nobody and then nobody <laughs> writes uh, a good review about it. Yeah. <laughs> But Tad is changed forever. Yeah, I still I still love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I want to read some of the uh, reviews from that time, Tad, oh, yeah. just to hear a reaction from you. Yeah, sure. Just to see what you think of the things these critics said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I have thoughts. Uh, so one that we can look at, Owen Gleiberman, who wrote for Entertainment Weekly for a long time. Mm. Uh, and he is specifically talking about the dub version, which you just watched. Yeah. So. Mm. Uh, he says, would Benini's Italian Pinocchio have been any easier to sit through than this hastily dubbed disaster? Yeah, so there's a story behind that. So mm-hmm. apparently Benini had originally like done the English version too. Okay. And so, but because of his English skills, like he, mm. er, he and the production crew were like, oh, this is not working. So they, they literally like slapped together um, like a dubbed, version with other actors and stuff yeah. so i mean i thought going back like listening to the the dub version like i thought given the the actors were good at what they were doing but i really feel like like for one the the person who dubbed uh your friend who dubbed pinocchio i feel like i wouldn't say he's my friend <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> friend is a colleague uh, yeah, yeah my colleague breckenmeyer I feel like because it sounded like he's he sounded his voice he must have been really young back then because his voice. Yeah, I sounds think so. I think he must have been seventeen or something. Yeah, yeah, it sounded like a fourteen-year-old. So. I think in the two thousands he was probably in his twenties. Okay. Oh, okay, but it sounded very youthful, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't match. He's a wee lad. Yeah. He's a small guy. <laughs> yeah, it do- and it doesn't match like Benini's visually what he's doing, uh-huh. and so that's Benini already- is so clearly not a child. Yeah. And and to me, it kind of missed the the casting mm-hmm. kind of missed the whole point of what this particular film is trying to do, mm-hmm. which is show adults acting like kids, not showing adults as kids, but as acting like children, uh-huh. being being immature. Very, it's a very deep thought, I think, because it's yeah, it's almost like looks like a on the surface this choice that was made looks like a mistake almost like it's like what do they fucking think like we're gonna look at it and be like look past it uh, right no yeah. well it's done so that you embrace it with the creators of, like with the people who made that creative choice yeah they're not trying to trick you no, yeah. at no point do they think they're getting away with it mm-hmm. or anything yeah. like that so it must be that's interesting then. yes yeah. uh he gave it an f yeah uh, well yeah uh the last one we could look at is rex reed uh who's kind of a crazy guy now but in 2002 he said lethal for kids and an unspeakable <laughs> insult to adults this What? unreleasable fiasco <laughs> is a torture for all did it come out in theaters yeah yeah, yeah it did mm-hmm. yeah i think so also, unreleasable is wrong already i think yeah. he meant it in a I way know. like they should not <laughs> they, I, they were he was so worried thinking about so what personal. they could do one one thing i think also is the timing of when that movie came out it, mm. it was released in 2002 and it's a movie about being like youthful like being childlike and adults post 9-11 yeah exactly mm. we so love to bring I, this out yeah. even and i we do like the 9-11 context yeah mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's, I wasn't really thinking about that. Yeah, because I mean, when do you think it was written? Like the, I mean, like or like you know, green green lit in Italy. I don't know how long things get green lit in Italy. The, like the production yeah. process over yeah, there. Yeah, like was it approved before nine eleven or after? 
we'll never know. Uh, yeah. But it's it's likely that it was going for sure to happen after the horrible thing that it, happened to the it world. It was released in October of 2002 in Italy. And so that's over a yeah. year after 9-11. I think it probably like started proper production after. Question it. is, was it the reason 9-11 happened? Like Osama bin Laden saw that this movie was going into production, he was not a fan of Life is Beautiful. And he yeah. said, we have to we prevent have to this. Uh, yeah, it's pure evil. Office. Of course he hated yeah. Life is Beautiful. <laughs> well, I don't think you have to be evil to dislike that movie, but we can talk about that in a moment. I do remember. <laughs> you don't like it. I don't remember. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, Any final thoughts or arguments analysis. you want to make on its behalf here? Oh, one thing is like... um people who take this movie to be like a real like a you know like a modern movie or something with mm. like no potholes or you know just things supposed to make sense people who are totally, applying too much logic to it yeah they're not gonna like this movie because this movie is really about it's 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 about um like child like even the character of pinocchio his psychology is just very childlike mm -hmm. so he just takes things as they come to him so there's no real logic to it yeah and so that you kind of have to enter into that world with that mindset otherwise yeah it's not yeah. literal it's yeah. a, it's very expressionistic yeah. if i was gonna rate it i'm thinking a comparison point movie that i could make would be like peewee's big adventure oh all right yeah that's uh a good one. you know paul rubens is playing this very specific character who can be quite grating uh intentionally so who yeah. goes out into the world uh and experiences life i like that movie a lot i mm -hmm. would i would put that at probably a nine mm -hmm. um this movie sasha it's interesting that you say that roberto benini's performance is the thing that worked for you because for me that is the of thing course. that did not work of um i th i think he it, he clearly played so many roles in the production of this movie he directed it yeah. and everything there are a lot of great ideas in this movie i i really like some of like the smaller moments where he's just reacting to things yeah yeah the when he finally mm -hmm. reunites with the blue fairy like the second or third time uh she's yeah. in disguise as an old woman and he's like carrying her water oh yeah, yeah and when he finds out it's her he drops her water jug on the ground and it breaks and she has another one and he picks that up yeah <laughs> and then he ends up dropping that one too yeah, yeah. those small moments I, I thought were really good and and he's clearly a funny guy very talented but i he when he is unleashed uh to whatever extent he wants to go, it is too much for me. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. when it, when it, you're getting pure, unadulterated Roberto Benini, I kind of, he kind of loses me. Mm -hmm. That's also the way I feel about Life is Beautiful. I'm not a fan of Life is Beautiful. Um, I saw that movie when it came out in theaters, yeah. but I was like seven years old. And mm -hmm. uh, I don't, I didn't know it was a Holocaust movie. I don't know how much I knew about the Holocaust at the time. I mean, I certainly knew about it because I'm Jewish. I grew up, with that being like part of my cultural awareness, but that movie has never struck the right tone for me sure, for yeah. what it's doing. Mm. Your description of the movie as this kind of 
travelogue of maturity mm-hmm. is pretty interesting. I like that approach to it. Mm. Um, and I like what you're saying about this being an experience of looking at what being a child means to an adult. Mm-hmm. I like that too. I wish I had felt it more when watching the movie. Mm-hmm. I think for me, this movie is like a four. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was not, I, I I have to say, I thought it, I was going to hate it. I was kind of dreading watching it, <laughs> going yeah. into it, as, <laughs> yeah. partly because I thought it was going to be two and a half hours because yeah. Google said it was. I ended up liking it more than I thought I would. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Sasha, how about you? I'm, yeah, I, I think Pee-wee's Great Adventure is a great comparison because it is... It's a bit, of, a little bit more for like teens or like adolescents or even adults that film compared to this yeah, one. That's yeah. the only thing I'm like, because I wanted to be as fair as possible to this film. And um, even though it's very comparable to Pee Wee's Great Adventure, I almost feel like it's unfair for me to take that film such a great film and compare it to this one, because it's like so much much more mature that film, the Pee Wee's film. So that. I almost like feel like maybe it's just better to because I'm trying to look at this film and see it as a child. Like, what would I think mm-hmm. about it as a child? Mm-hmm. And I, I think I can do it. Like as you know, as much as I can, I can imagine watching this film as a child to be like, would I find this interesting? And the answer is no. <laughs> I. As much as I enjoyed the clownness of yeah. the performance, like how big this performance is from Roberto Benini and his reactions, they're both very specific, but they're like at the 10, like I really like that. But I feel like it's the grown, like the adult in me, like uh-huh. the performer in me is really enjoying him. So as an adult, I would give it a four. But as a kid, I think I would not be watching this movie. I'll give it a two. <laughs> yeah. It never really feels like Pinocchio is hit hard enough to learn the lesson that he ultimately learns by the end of the movie. The good news is that Inside Out is at one, and this film is at four. And again, I refuse to accept your rating because you didn't watch the whole movie. (laughs) Sasha (laughs) walked out of Inside Out after, what do you think, 30 minutes? Probably. It's it's famously one of the most disputed, uh, like, walkouts that I've done on a film by my friends, if I may call them (laughs) that way. Uh, frenemies. Frenemies. Uh, what about you, Tad? This is not important. Oh, no, what yeah. are we talking here this about? This is all about what you. What matters is that how you feel and what do you compare it to? Well, on a tense okay. Scale? So, I think there's two two ways to compare it. One is like other of uh, psychoanalysis, which is you've been doing. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm really into that. Uh, so, like other Benini movies, and then also um, like fantasy type movies. Like I, I'm a big fan of. Uh, the Baron von Munchausen, mm. which is also another bo- box office. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, also like great Time books, yeah. great books. Fast again. Yeah. Your big Gilliam head. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. And so, like, I would say, um, and then I get. I don't. I'm. I'm probably pretty biased too because I grew up with the story mm-hmm. as a kid. So uh, that's why I'm trying. I was trying to figure out, like, oh, am I getting emotional because it? It's is it. Part, partly like due to like some you know childhood and thing. i mean yeah. aren't we all yeah. wired that way yeah i, th- I think that's a yeah. totally valid that's reaction. nothing to be you know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. explanatory <laughs> about yeah yeah but so i guess like from a benini standpoint like i think his other movies they're more grounded in reality 
so like this particular Pinocchio, I feel like because he does come from, I think, like a clown background. Mm-hmm. He's playing this puppet character. Just the whole pr- production is very stylized and he plays with the suspension of reality that you get with live theater and live, um, especially the clown yeah. uh, aesthetic. I, I really like this movie because of that. And so I I would say like it's one of my favorites of his. I would mm-hmm. give it in that respect, maybe a seven or an eight. Okay. And then mm-hmm. in terms of the fantasy type films, like, yeah, like Never Ending Story or Baron von Munchausen, uh, Time Bandits, those. I would say um, the, I love the production quality, like, like the sets and everything. Um, I think the, it's not as polished as some of those other films. Yeah. Uh, no execs, I'm telling yeah. you. What? No execs. Yeah, no, no there execs. were no notes yeah, on yeah, this film. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. no. Nobody right. was trying to rewrite the first <laughs> no. draft. Nobody was even yeah. trying to rein in Roberto Benigni on this movie. Yeah. yeah. In that way, I do like it because it's like such an artistic... It's obviously this guy, he has this vision. And it's like a national like story. And mm-hmm. like you can tell like the, Pinocchio is like really important to him. Because he's actually in this new version of Pinocchio right, that's yeah. coming out. Or I don't know if it came out, but yeah. I, I think it came out in Italy last year. Yeah. But now he's playing Geppetto, right? He's he's aged into the yeah. father role now. Yeah, and so it's like I'm sixty seven. Yeah, no, like I'm conflicted here too because like to me the he captured the to me what the essence of Pinocchio is. And mm-hmm. there's if you look at the scenes and really break it down there's a lot of symbolism and stuff that he really paid attention to um so it's hard i don't know i'll give it i'll give it a seven on that all right seven or category. eight yeah certainly better than any of the ratings yeah, know, on Rotten yeah. tomatoes yeah. so or us yeah <laughs> or us yeah, yeah. So. Uh, great. Thank you. Well, yeah, thank you, Tad. Thank you for oh, yeah, sharing no, for Pinocchio, Pinocchio with, us. with us. Would have never seen it otherwise. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Steven, was there anything over the course of last week yes. that caught your attention that you want to talk about because it's underrated? So, in talking about, yeah. I don't know if this, this is not underrated, but it's probably something most people haven't seen. Uh, and in talking about adults playing kids, like approaching uh-huh. this this idea. Uh, I want to recommend the musical, the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Uh, the premise is it's a spelling bee, um, and uh, you're following the uh, kids who are competing in the spelling bee. And mm-hmm. on Broadway and in, and traditionally in like community theater productions, they're all played by adults. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's performed in high schools a lot too, but. The idea is that you have adults playing children competing in a spelling bee and you kind of learn, you get to see their uh, insecurities and all that mm-hmm. through the course of the show. It's a really fun show. I did it. I performed in it one time. It was a great experience. One of my favorite shows that I've done as an show adult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, you know, I'm recommending a musical, so it's not like easy to find. But honestly, this is a pretty easy musical to put up so chances are if you live in a area where people do community theater you can probably find a production uh going up mm-hmm. uh sometime soon <laughs> so you know google 
25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee and your town name, and you'll probably get some sort of result. But even if not, the cast recording is really fun to listen to. And you can find, you could probably find a bootleg version online of the original cast. Uh, But it's a great show. Sasha, how about you? Since we're talking about kids stuff, I'll recommend uh, an animated show on Netflix that's not for kids. (laughs) It's uh, called Tuco and Birdie. And it's about uh, two birds that are very millennial, (laughs) kind of wild ladies. And um, they're roommates and best friends and all kinds of adventures that they get into. And the fact that they're birds makes it just better. Yeah. Shout out to former guest Lorraine DeGraffenwright worked on that show. Nice. Tad, do you have anything? Oh, um, like plugs? Yeah. I'm currently involved in two projects that I enjoy doing. Uh, <laughs> one is uh, a group, a three-person group called uh, Zebra. Uh, it consists of myself, uh, uh, Meg Cheng, and Zach Reimers. And so we... It's a hilarious team. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. It's very it. sexually charged. Like, yeah, it's very it, sensual. Their performances yeah. are like, <laughs> you're like, are they going to fuck on stage without <laughs> being... But like in a very loving way. Much like the scenes between Pinocchio and the Blue Fairy in the show. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they talk about chemistry on the improv teams, but the team of like clowns like just uh-huh. grinding against each other. It's it's a whole mm. other thing. Yeah. I can't imagine our improv team grinding against each other. <laughs> no. <laughs> Only me and Scott grind against each other. <laughs> or Doug and Scott. That's true. If you want to check out Zebra, um, we have a residency at... Um, the second, uh, or no, excuse me, the the fourth <laughs> Sunday of the month at uh, the show, the variety show Catsby, which is uh, oh, yeah. run, run by Chad Damiani. And so that's at the clubhouse. Um, What's the other one? The Electric House. Right. Uh, that's uh, uh, another clown. Well, it's more like a clown company. And it's uh, headed by uh, Jet Eveleth and Chad Damiani. And so basically. Formal guest. Yeah, yeah. We take. Uh, like classical plays or classical literature, and we make clown versions oh, that's fun. that are really silly. That's and really stupid. cool. Thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for our album artwork. Thank you, Andrew Hayworth, for the intro and outro music. Thank you, Carlton Gillespie, for video. Thank you, Jay Hunter, for our production support. And thank you for, for listening. listening.